Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Talk Recorded live. What is up? The Field Street Forum Radio is on the air. It is Wednesday. July the 22nd, yes, that's right, Field Street Forum Radio with your host, The Real Dre, and tonight, right now, we got Coach Frey in from South Georgia Tech, he is joining us tonight, what's going on, Frey? Uh, Just hanging out, uh, watching some uh, young folks go to camp, earn some scholarship offers, make some commitments, exciting time of the year. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Old Jason Harry Dog should be joining us here in a few minutes. So we'll we'll be talking the latest in recruiting. And then also we got DJ Dallas from Glenn Academy joining us, the dog commitment. We talked to him a couple of weeks back, but that was before he committed to the dogs. So we wanted to bring him back on, let him tell us all about dog night and how his commitment went down and everything. So that'll be looking forward to that for sure. Absolutely. But, uh, Frey, uh, what's, uh, tell you what, tell me a little bit, what, what was your takeaway? We kind of talked about it, uh, earlier on, on Sunday, we had a special show about dog night, kind of a recap, but, um, what was kind of your takeaway from it over the, over this past week? I, I think it was about, I mean, I know a lot of people were disappointed they didn't get four or five commitments out of it and all that other stuff, but mm-hmm. I think at the end of the day, mission accomplished. I think, uh. Uh, picked up a couple kids, uh, but had an absolute asinine amount of talent on campus. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, you know, got to see the coaches in action. They got to see the environment. Uh, spending uh, many of them spent the night up there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it was just a. I mean, it, there's not many camps where you're gonna have that much. I mean, and as everybody has talked about, it turned into, you know, seven or 800 to 900 kids. But I think, uh, you know, they got the point across to the kids that they wanted to and that mm-hmm. they were wanted, and then they got to spend some time with some, some key folks. And I, I think, uh, I, you know, minus getting some more commitments, I don't think it could have went much better from what everybody's saying. And, and yeah. there's some folks, the funny thing to me is, there's some uncommitted kids, quote unquote uncommitted kids that are sure seem to be working hard for Georgia right now. Right, yeah. So we um that's kind of what we were saying. It wasn't necessarily it's not necessarily about the commitments anymore. It's it's more just laying that foundation, laying that groundwork and, and reaffirming the communication with all the kids that, like you said, that you wanna wanna really talk to and make sure they know yeah. they're wanting. Just kinda of, just kind of affirm things up and, and lay the groundwork for 17 and beyond almost is the way it seems to me. It's almost like they're working a year ahead of time almost at, at dog night now. Oh, ain't no doubt about it. And even in, in this case, two years. I mean, there's, right. there's a pile of 18 kids there. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it's, uh, it's uh, I know that's a, a tough day for the coaches and for the staff and 
and you know whatever. But at the end of the day, it's a you know it's a, a day that I think signing day sixteen, seventeen, maybe even eighteen, they can look back to this particular dog night with that large number of kids and as good as it went, and say that night, you know, we laid the groundwork for some special stuff to go down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no doubt. We got another caller. He joined us on Sunday, but uh, Calvin from down in Camden is going, looks like he's calling in. Calvin, Calvin? Wilson. Calvin Wilson. <laughs> What's going on, man? What's happening with you guys? Calvin, this Calvin Wilson. Yep. Okay. What's up, Calvin? What's going on, guys? Got a he's trying to make coach, it, buddy. He's trying to make it. Coach Frey on with us and joining. Oh, that's what's up, Coach. <laughs> how, are, how are you, pal? I'm doing all right, man. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. good. I, I I see you all over the place nowadays. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I try. I try. Keep it up. Keep it up. You're doing some good things, buddy. Yeah, man. Appreciate it. I see you doing good down there in America. We're trying, buddy. We're trying. You know, it's a it's a work in progress, and you, it's never ending. You know how it goes. Come and go. So, yep. Try to try to reload every year. If you can deal with young women, you could deal with anybody. <laughs> I guarantee you that. I told somebody that before. You coach college basketball. You coach college women. Uh, there ain't much you can't handle. That's right. right. We, need, we need to send you over to the Middle East and let you negotiate peace treaties or something. <laughs> I tell you what. You you really don't know how true that is. <laughs> so you get twelve or fourteen, eighteen to twenty-two year old women in one place for a long time, and and uh, for, for over the course of about seven months in closed quarters, and they have to live with each other, and eat with each other, and travel with each other, and study with each other, and practice with each other. You learn a lot about people, buddy. <laughs> I can imagine. Um, well, get. Tell you what, we want to. I saw uh, another former uh, guest that we had on, and Xavier Kelly. Uh, he just tweeted out today that he's going to be making his announcement uh, to commit on Friday, I believe. Oh wow! With his, with his final eight. You know, I mean, it has been. I think uh, looked like there was a lot of you know the crystal balls that were coming in. Looked like there was a few of them saying Clemson. You know, I don't know. It's it, it's hard to say. I mean, he. I think it probably is maybe down to Georgia and Clemson, given that they're the last two visits that he was on went on this what last week, I guess, because he went to Clemson to that barbecue or whatever they had on Thursday, and then came <laughs> over to to uh, Athens on Saturday, I believe. Um, or I don't know if he came in Friday or Saturday or, or which day, but. Either way, those were his last two visits, so that's going to be something to definitely keep an eye on. Love for him to choose the dogs, but we'll uh, we'll just have to weigh back and see what he says on on Friday. And no doubt about that, no doubt about it. But uh, he, you know, they say that they say the amount of the amount of family the amount of family he has in Georgia's weighing on his heart a little bit. So maybe that'll have a, a you know, pretty good impact on him. Yeah, I mean that's got it. It can't hurt for sure to have you know all the family in in Georgia. Still, his dad's in Savannah, I believe. Yeah, yeah, that's where he was last week when we talked to him. Let me pull up his tweet, see what his final eight actually was. Uh, there we go. Uh, 
Uh, let's see. Oh, we're picking Friday between my top eight, Alabama, Florida State, Clemson, Michigan, Georgia, Kansas State, Oregon, and TCU. Um, he had already committed to Kansas State at one point, but, but decommitted. Uh, don't think he'll be going there. I think, like I said, out of the, I mean, I know he liked Alabama a lot still. Um, but usually, like like they say on, on Field Street Forum, it's in the chat a lot of times, it's follow the visits, you know? So yeah. I, if I had to guess, I would say definitely pretty much I would I couldn't really pick between Georgia and Clemson right now. You don't know the truth of it. No, no, I, I'm with you. I'm with you 100%. It's hard to tell. It is a, yeah. it is a tough it's – a, it's a guessing game at this point. Yeah. Um. Another one was uh, let's see. Did the lineman uh, shoot? What was his name? He was down to Georgia and Ole Miss basically, and he two out of yeah. Has he, he pretty? He, has he ever announced? I think everybody. Yeah, got he did. He picked Ole Miss. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I thought the handwriting was kind of on the wall when he decided not to come to <laughs> come to dog night and go yeah, to Ole Miss. I guess. I, but. I think he was a little bit down the pecking order. Yeah, uh, it does seem like they're they're looking more towards maybe true tackle type, you know, builds and things like that instead of maybe. Mm-hmm. In, I think they feel like they're really steady with the interior linemen. Um, yeah, they're looking for some big jokers. Yeah, want to add another another kind of a true tackle type mm-hmm. set up and and, and really really solidify that offensive line class in, in this year's for the 16 class. Mm-hmm. Is Calvin still on? Yeah, yes, he is. Calvin, didn't you bring some kids up at dog night? Yeah, who's this? It's Coach Frey. Oh, yeah, yeah. I took I took some up, took some younger guys up, and uh, DJ and, and, and uh, Mike Masters from Camden and a guy out of uh, Maryland. Uh, Devontae Young, wide receiver, he's committed to uh, Iowa. Okay. That's fair. Yeah, and I had some kids out of Augusta, too, that were there. Okay. Yeah. Good. Good. I now thought I you were there. I thought you were. Yeah, I think the, uh, the Xavier kid, if, 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 uh, I think it's probably Georgia. If, and if it's not the kid that's, uh, the other kid is committed to Florida State, you can see. You're gonna see so much pressure put on him from that point if if Xavier picks picks uh Clemson. Uh mm-hmm. this is gonna be I think they'll be all over the guy that's committed to uh Florida State. Mm-hmm. Now I know uh the Brian Burns kid, the uh he's the kid out of Heritage Academy mm-hmm. in Miami. Of course that's where Sony and uh uh Isaiah McKenzie are out of, so that might be another possibility at linebacker. I don't know if it's – I don't know if one would affect the other or not between Kelly and, and Burns, but – Yeah, I, I, don't I, see, I, don't, I don't see where to affect them because you, you're probably going to lose two this year. Right. <laughs> two, of those, two of those top guys, I mean, and there's going to be some openings there. Mm-hmm. It, it, is Burns a 16 or 17 kid? I, think he's uh, I thought he was 16. I'll, I'll pull it up. Okay. I thought he was 17 what? for some reason. I'm definitely – there's a good chance I'm wrong. I promise you that. <laughs> for some reason, I thought he was a 17 kid. I know um, 
Kelly's definitely 16. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kelly is for sure. Yeah, Burns is class of 16. Okay, good, good. Well, they say Burns, Kelly, and the kid go the kid committed to Florida State are their top three guys at that spot. Yeah, I could t- I could tell. I mean, you could look at them; they they look exactly like uh, the other guys that they have there. They have <laughs> built. They have mm-hmm. that built. Yeah, Burns is a six five two fifteen, so that's kind of that Leonard Floyd type mold there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what. That's how that's how Lorenzo Carter was before he found out what college weight programs are about. <laughs> yep, I, I I talked to Lorenzo while I was there because uh, uh, when they beat us here at Camden, I went on the field and I and I talked with him and I was like I was like, dude, you play uh basketball? He said, yes, sir. I said, but you a football player. And, <laughs> and, and every time you see me come over and holler at me, he said, I'm put on, they put on forty pounds since he's been there. Yep. Yeah, you can't tell it though, can you? It's all no, no, because uh, I had another guy with me. He was like, "Oh man, that that little guy." There. I said, "Man, dude, we're two forty-five right now." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they say he carries real well. Yeah, and he uh, he ain't lost the first step either. It doesn't look like. Oh, that no. joker's fast. Let me tell you what's insane, Calvin. That joker is a Division One basketball player. Yep, I saw him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's a Division One basketball player. I mean, without a shadow of a doubt, he's a mm-hmm. he's a double double machine. It's yep. crazy how good he was in basketball too. I tell you what, I I, I look I watched Leonard Floyd and Leonard Floyd looks he he looks bigger to me. I mean, I could be wrong, but he looks he looks a lot bigger than he he's been looking in the past. I, I think Coach Hockey has uh, put his stamp on all that. Yeah, yeah. I think the new strength and conditioning staff has uh, definitely stepped their game up. Yes, indeed. How? Um, again, I, I kind of we had. Oh, I, I got to mention uh, the other commit that came on. Uh, was that Monday? I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Davis, Reed Davis. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds good. Reed Davis. <laughs> I don't, don't try the whole name. <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh, he, uh, man, talk about kind of lightning in a bottle, kind of, kind of quickness with him, man. Watching his film, and he's just super quick. Is there anybody he kind of compares to that you guys think of right away? Well, I, I, I'll tell you this: I worked uh, their playoff game at Ware County this year. Uh-huh. And uh, going in, everybody knew about the linemen going to Bama and and the Trez. Everybody knew that. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to tell you this. After the game, everybody was asking who that kid is. Oh, really? He, he reminds me, and I, and I said this on, on 247, he reminds me a lot of McKenzie coming out of high school. Mm. A lot. Mm-hmm. Um. He had an he had a I think he had a pick six in that game. He had a receiving touchdown in that game, and he was just electric. That, I mean, he's just he's really really fun to watch. Yeah, yeah, five ten, uh, one sixty nine. Like I said, just real quick. Didn't he run a like a four four eight or something like that at the at Dog Nine? Or yeah, like that? yeah, it was seven four five. Mm-hmm. Yeah, super quick. So that's a that's a, a 
strong pick, especially you could just kind of see him playing in the slot, you know, that size and and, um, and that that quickness hit him hit him on the quick slants and the bubble screens and things like that, and just let him get out in space, man. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. he's deep. <laughs> yeah, he's 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 tough. He's tough. Calvin, you've seen a bunch of them down there, though, buddy. What's that? Some of them little that, quick ones like that. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. That that type of athlete. Yep. Yeah, we got we got plenty of them, but they they yep. just uh, don't look like they can reach the, reach the status of these other guys because of uh, some of the I don't know <laughs> some of the politics. <laughs> some of the politics is being played down here, so I, I don't. Uh, yeah. I know. I mean, you 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 know the recruiting in Atlanta is is, is big time, and I think the coaches really understand it. And, and I'm going to be honest with you, you, uh, you got a couple of coaches right there in Glen County that's, that's doing a great job as far as uh, getting the kids out there, no doubt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no doubt about that. Well, Jason Harry Dog has made his appearance. What's up, Jason? Maybe. You're muted. Jason. Thanks, so you know how to break the flow of the show, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll leave him on when he wants to jump on and jump on. Um, did uh, hey uh, Calvin? Did did Sean go up with you guys, or did he ride up with somebody else? No, I think uh, I think they went up with Coach. They went up with Coach, and uh, his Coach was also there, and uh, I think that's who they they came up with and, and came back with. With him and uh, Deontay. Okay. All right. So that's uh, we're talking about Sean Smith and uh, mm-hmm. Deontay Demery with uh, Coach Coach Harold, right? Yeah, Coach Harold. Coach Harold is doing a going to do a great job with these guys. I I can almost guarantee you. I knew him before he came down, and he's going to do a great he's going to do a great job with these guys. They, for one thing, I tell you what they they won't get they won't get uh, tricked into recruiting. I can tell you that. <laughs> what um did Sean did he participate in in the drills or did he was he just yeah I saw I saw Sean uh I saw Sean make a couple of plays it, it was like I like I told you earlier it was kind of it was it was real hectic it was a it was a lot of things going on so I mean uh, the coaches was pushing who they wanted out there, and it was it was tough to see the matchups because it was going on both sides. Right, uh, right. I mean, there were so many kids. It was, it was, oh man, like I said before, I, I've never seen that much talent at any school or any camp that I've been been involved in ever. You know, at one time, and that's not even counting the guys that were just standing around. It was five star talents. Right, right. The state of, I'm gonna tell you something. The state of Georgia has some talent that you know that goes unnoticed and and you don't see, and uh, they get overlooked because they're in rural communities. But I mean, the kid out of Prince Avenue Christian, he ran a four three one two times, and they said the last time he ran, they told him it was faster than that. They didn't even tell him what the time was, and he's coming off a tour ACL like ten months ago. Uh, that's wow. incredible. Yeah. Wow. Good grief. Yeah, when Coach, yes, Hank, when, 
And Coach Jeff Jeff Heron says he's the fastest player he's ever coached ever. Then you know it's something something to that. Yeah, that's definitely saying something because he's had some yeah. burners. That's right. Hey, uh, another one that I was glad to see. Now this is again going back to class seventeen, but uh, I was really glad to see Georgia look like they made up a lot of ground with Nate McBride out of Vidalia. I've heard nothing but just this kid is just a freak athlete on the field, uh, 6'2", 220 right now, uh, inside linebacker. It looked like he'd really been trending towards Alabama, but from his last reports that a lot of the different services put out, uh, sounds like Georgia really made a, a, a strong push with him for, for, next, for this next recruiting class in 17. Yeah, I, I've been knowing Nate for the past three years, man. Nate's a, Nate's a shoot that kid. There is a hey. I thought it was black. I'm gonna tell you the truth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna be honest with you. I mean, I think it was last year or the year before last, and he came from South Carolina. And they said he ran a four four forty, and he was two hundred and some pounds as a as a ninth grader. And I watched his film, and I'm like. Then I see the kid, I'm like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> the white yeah. guy? <laughs> yeah. I, I know I keep I know I keep going back to officiating. I, I called their game this year at Benedictine. Uh-huh. Uh, we worked them in B.C. in the regular season. And uh, he played outside linebacker and running back in that game. Uh-huh. And he is, he is an absolute sideline to sideline guy. Yeah. And I think, and you know, here's the deal with these 17 kids. It, it's going to be hard, and you hear about it all the time, but I think it really is true about this situation. You hear all the time how hard it is to go into Alabama and pull those big-time players away from Auburn and Alabama. It's going to be hard for anybody to go into Vidalia, Georgia, and, not, and, and get a kid from Georgia that, that, that Georgia wants. Right. Uh, Vidalia is a huge Georgia town. Oh, yeah. And, He's gonna have. You want to talk? Calvin talked about pressure earlier. You want to talk about hometown pressure? He's gonna have a bundle of it to go to the University of Georgia. Oh yeah, no doubt. Uh, Jason, you back, man? What's up? Going on? I thought you got stage fright earlier, man. I didn't know. Man, I was I was talking earlier. You can't hear me. <laughs> the phone was. I was like, yeah, what's wrong? You're like Jason. I was like, what? <laughs> I thought you were screwing me. <laughs> no, we just talking about your boy uh, Nate McBride now, man. Are you talking about a Georgia boy? Looks like Georgia's made up a lot of ground. You talking about a Georgia boy? Georgia daddy. Hearing good things. Like- if if it's up to daddy, he was gone. Right, right. Jason, that's what I just said to to Dre and them. It, it's going to be hard for anybody to go into Vidalia, Georgia, and get a kid that Georgia wants. Oh yeah! Oh gosh! How? Um, oh, also, we we did talk about uh, Xavier Kelly a little bit ago. Are you? Looks like on the board, you were saying it looks like Clemson is the favorite right now. Yeah, I think I think he's I think he's a silent under Clemson already. Oh really? Yeah, I, I focus more on uh, I focus more on old Brian Burns. 
Well, that'll be fine. I mean, as long as it's... I mean, I think I think we're going to be steady no matter what at, at linebackers. Well, I think Bur- I think Burns fits us better anyway. He's more of that athletic Lorenzo Carter Floyd type, isn't it? Oh yeah, yeah. Kelly, in, oh, I can't remember now. I think Kelly's already like two fifty-five, isn't he? Yeah, he's big. Yeah, he's a big kid. I mean, that's big already. That's before he even gets to the college weight program. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you got Clemson running more of that four-three, where they already took uh, where they already took big boy Trey Lamar. And so, you know, they they can use them bigger like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were talking to what was has it been? We were talking about uh, Reed Davis, the maze, the kid that just committed on Monday. Uh, what kind of is that? Do you think that could his commitment could maybe bring a couple more receivers to to Pull the trigger here soon, you think, or because that's kind of it. Everybody's kind of waiting. Well, maybe for not his commitment, because I mean, the ones left are are pretty much the big time guys. You know, I mean, Kyle Davis, Charlie Warren. They said I'm. They came out and said I'm committing eight days after signing day. They have a spot. Right, right, right. I mean, it might like. Uh, I mean, if we can like get in on like. Like Brian Edwards named us number two. You know, I don't think he's leaving South Carolina by any means, but, you know, just say if you get in on a guy like that or another receiver that nobody's really talking about anymore, I mean, that could trigger, like, Tyler Simmons to go ahead and commit or something like that. Mm-hmm. Well, he, he's not – the Edwards kid is not leaving South Carolina because, you know, Spurrier came out today. I, that said everybody's – he set this – Everything straight in his little press conference, didn't he? That was embarrassing. <laughs> Good Lord. You uh, really called a press conference to basically say, y'all quit talking about us. Yeah. <laughs> our enemies our enemies out there, they're out there telling us the same we're going we're gonna to be bad this year. Our 7-6 and six is different from their 7-6. and six. So, was he talking about Tennessee? I mean, I don't, I don't understand. Which honestly wouldn't surprise me that Tennessee was negative talking or negative recruiting a, a, a rival. I mean, they've yes. been doing it the hell of Georgia for the last – ever since Jones got there, that's been their biggest target, for God's sake, in recruiting. Yeah. I don't know. But but all they talked about was beating Georgia when he was at Florida. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I highly doubt we're worried about South Carolina in recruiting. <laughs> I mean, gee, please. Yeah, that was weird. That was really like that. That was strange. Yeah. Yeah, it sounded like, you know, like I said, he. I think he just got his panties in a wad because his state newspaper or whatever, the Columbia newspaper, was was doing the negative recruiting themselves. I guess I don't know. Yeah, I, I think maybe wasn't it the AJC that ran the the piece about him. Messaging the kid while the Edwards kid while he was at Georgia for dog night. Yeah, it was. Yeah. So I think I think he probably got his panties in a wad about that too. So he wanted to whine about that. <laughs> but do you really need to call a press conference for this? 
that was pretty. That's what I'm saying. That's pretty. That's pretty embarrassing. Just send out a statement, you know, or something. I mean, good lord. Hell, tweet if you want to really be cutting edge. There's Spurrier tweet or Facebook or something. Show that you're I'll not. Tell you what, if, at, if, if somebody else knew he was doing it, if somebody else knew he was doing it, and they still allowed it, there's a few people that need to evaluate what they do for a living. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's true. And I mean, and you know, I mean, everybody knows it was basically a hundred percent recruiting related. You know, he yeah. made that idiot comment two or three years comment, and that just absolutely killed him. I mean, they just yes. moved ahead of Vanderbilt, for God's sake, in recruiting. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, that's he's got they got a big pool party, I think, or something like that coming up before they camp. Yeah. And uh, so he's got a big recruiting weekend coming up, and. And, you know, like, yeah, that uh, local paper put out all that crap and, you know, big, <laughs> big baby got mad. So, I mean, and uh, I think it was just Steven. I think it was the worst movie he could have made because, I mean, nobody's going to believe that crap. All it's going to do is fuel the fuel to the fire. Yeah. It just made it made him look real desperate and childish. Oh, yeah. And I was I was listening to the – the uh, college sports channel on uh, Sirius XM on the way home, and it was right after the press conference. And oh my God, that, the announcer! Of course, it was Mark Packer, who's a huge Clemson guy, but he was completely lambasting him, saying, "What the hell kind of press conference is this? This doesn't do a damn thing." And blah blah blah. It's just totally amateur, man. So you know, the any sort of national media is just going to basically lampoon him for for doing this. I tell you yeah, what, this goes for about any job. If if somebody starts announcing that they're not retiring soon or they're not quitting soon, that they love it there, you can darn well bet pretty soon they're quitting. Yeah. He has to come out and say, I'm not retiring, I'm not retiring, I hadn't lost it, I hadn't lost it. He's lost it, he's retired. Yeah. 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 I mean, he's what, 74? How old is he, 72? I don't even know. I think he's 70. He did turn 70? Okay. I think he's 70. I think I got confused because I saw Bill Snyder had an announcement. He, they said he was 75. He wants his son to take over at Kansas yeah. State, and he retires. So. I'm sure he does. Eesh. I don't know. I'm sure he's uh, trying to take over, too. Yeah, that, it wouldn't surprise me. Mm-hmm. All right, hold on. we got another caller calling in. Let's see if it's our guest. Field Street Forum Radio, who do we have? Field Street Forum Radio, who do we have? Might just be listening. I don't know. Uh, we'll go back to him later if we have to. Um, so who do you think, I guess, Frey, if you want to take this one to start with, who do you feel like is our next, would be the next commit to to the University of Georgia. Yeah, it, it, to me, I think it's hard to say publicly. Right. But, you know, I mean, I think, I, I don't think anybody on this phone call thinks that Kyle Davis and uh, Miko Hardman are going anywhere but Georgia. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's just hard to say publicly who, who it's going to be. Um. 
I, if I had to guess, I think it's going to be Warner. Yeah. I, th- I think Warner pulls the trigger here in about a week or so. Okay. He's the he's – the, uh, <laughs> he's kind of like the mystery recruit of this year's class, man. It was pretty good mystery until they – until they announced his girlfriend's going to Georgia and already been accepted. <laughs> no, no mas mystery, me amigo. Yeah. <laughs> Undefeated. Yeah, yeah. How and apparently him and, and Ethan and uh, Big Country are all pretty tight already as it is too. Mm-hmm. Certainly doesn't hurt. No, it doesn't. Jason, you got any thoughts on that? Oh, I be, I think I think your next three are going to be Warner, uh, Jaleel, and mm-hmm. Holyfield probably. Mm-hmm. I That's probably going to be your next your next three, probably in that order. I imagine probably pretty close to that order, unless somebody just comes out of nowhere. Right. It wouldn't shock me if McFarland commits too. Yeah, the the seventeen running back from Maryland. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think Calvin talked about how good he looked out there. We when we were talking Sunday how he was up there with with any of the top top running backs in the class. Mm-hmm. Yeah, him and uh Sermon. Sermon was nice too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like Sermon too. He's he's got a real good look about him. Yeah, look out for Sermon. Sermon is I think he's a Georgia guy. Mhm. Speaking of, speaking of looks, is there a more impressive running back to look at than Kurt Taylor? <laughs> Y'all know who I'm talking about? Yeah, that kid's nasty. And he's oh. only, I don't think he's really been in. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, he's got nothing but upside ahead of him. He is. He looks like a freaking Greek god. I mean, it's amazing. That kid's physique. It is crazy. Mm-hmm. I refer to him as Muscle Hamster 2.0. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Cause he's he's like 5'7", five, 5'8", five, man. He's, he's a short little kid, but he is just a wrecking ball. Yeah. And with yeah. that, Mike Brooks has joined the call. What's Hello. up, Mikey? What's up, Dre? Not much, not much. How are we doing tonight, fellas? Great. Doing good. Well, everybody, hold on. We got our guest calling in, and it's not Mike Brooks. It oh. is DJ Della. What's yes, up, sir. Man? What's How up? are you? Good. And we got a, a full house tonight, man, so we'll have to keep up with all the names here. We got Coach Frey. We got what? Jason Harry Dog, Mike Brooks, and then Calvin Wilson from Camden, Explosive Sports. I think you know him, too. <laughs> yes, sir. Well, man, congratulations on your commitment, DJ. We are all happy to see it and, and, and proud to see that you decided to commit to the G, man. Well, tell us a little bit about it. What was what was the atmosphere like? Well, the atmosphere was pretty good, like always. I mean, every time I go up to Athens, it's always a good atmosphere, so I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What was it about this trip that really just made you say, all right, this is this is it, this is the place? 
Um, well, I've always considered Athens to be the place to be, but I think I think this trip was just was just I don't know. I just took it all in more, I guess, and it, I just made it happen. Right, right. Good to hear, man. Good to hear. I'll be honest. I thought I thought it was it was just gonna be a matter of time because there was, when we talked to you last, there was a lot of of we and us whenever you were talking about Georgia. So <laughs> I enjoyed hearing it and, and definitely glad it decided to go ahead and, and make it happen, man. Yes, sir. DJ, is oh. Coach Fre- is Coach Frey? Was your mom up there with you? No, sir. She she stayed home. I tell y'all what. I'm, I'm going to tell a little bit about you, DJ. When when DJ was 11, 10, 11, 12 years old, and uh, he was our quarterback out of North Lynn, and if DJ made anything below a B, not on his report card, but like on a paper or something they did in class, DJ couldn't come to practice for games. Oh. So I knew way back then that that DJ was going to make something of himself because his mom – put so much emphasis on academics and doing the right thing and his uncle. They really focused on that stuff. And I was always uh-huh. so – I hated it from a coach's standpoint, but I respected <laughs> it because because I knew it was going to make him what he is today. You know? You right. remember that, DJ? Yes, sir. I figured you did because you used to hate misses. <laughs> but, uh, uh, but it was always uh, it was always for a reason. And then uh, – uh, it's been fun to watch DJ grow up. He went to St. Francis. Uh, did you go to St. Francis, DJ? Yes, sir. For, right. Uh, fourth through eighth grade. Right, right. And, I, and I think when I when I was coaching at Coastal, I went and spoke at a banquet over there and saw you there, and uh, was just so impressed by the way you were carrying yourself. And I I've told people many times, you know, we see each other out there on the football field, wink or whatever. Can't do much more, but. I uh, I've always been impressed with the way you carry yourself and the, the things you do, and uh, I sure was excited on Saturday night when I saw that tweet. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, we all we all were, man. That's uh, that's some quality praise right there. Now, so what did now you, you? I guess you called mom whenever you were about to commit. What did what was she was she uh, ready for you to go ahead? I call I call um who did I call first? I think I called my uncle first. Mm-hmm. I tried to call I tried to call Mr. Calvin, but he didn't answer. So <laughs> I I called my uncle, and then I called my mom, and then I called my coach, and they all gave me to go ahead to do it. So I just did it. Ah, uh, cool, cool. Yeah, that's what is the uh? What's what's your next the next thing in the plans? What are you gonna try to do now that you're committed? Um, you got you got your eyes on any recruits you're trying to bring in with you? What's the goal? Um, yeah, they told us. Uh, yeah, me and Bailey are trying to uh, get some more people to commit. Um, mm-hmm. let's see, you got Richard account, Sean Smith, um. Mm-hmm. Deontay Demery, those are three big ones. Um, the running back, 
the running back from um, the number one running back in Maryland. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, there's another kid. I think he's a tight end. He's oh, tight big end. Uh, six seven kid. Yeah, he's in our grade. I think. Yeah. I forget. Is he? I think he's North Carolina, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. That I, that might be him. Massachusetts. Oh, is it Massachusetts? Mm-hmm. Alex Marshall. All I know is dude is six seven and plays tight end. So. Yeah, y'all, y'all bring him aboard. <laughs> yeah, he has great hands. He can catch the ball real well. DJ, um, isn't Sean your cousin? Yes, sir. Okay, I thought so. And he's always talking to me about playing on the same team, so uh, we might have an upper hand right there since he wants yep. to play on the same team as me. But he Good. told me he was gonna he was gonna wait wait till after this season, so I wouldn't expect a commitment from him for a little right. bit. But there's there's some more guys that that I have to talk to Bailey uh, about, and we'll just plan it out and see how it goes. Yeah. Now you're talking about uh, Bailey Hoffman, right, the quarterback in yeah. 17? Yes, sir. How about this? No, we were talking about this name earlier, but uh sounded like Georgia made some – Real good progress with Nate McBride out of Vidalia, too. Oh, yeah, I forgot about my boy Nate. Me and Nate. <laughs> so, yeah, but Nate just got an offer from Oregon, and Oregon's his, his dream school, so it's probably going to be out of us and Oregon. Us, Oregon, mm-hmm. and Clemson. That, okay. That's probably who, who it'll be out of. I'd like to say, is, is, is Vidalia, that's still 912, isn't it? Yes, sir. All right, we're gonna we're gonna put you in charge of the nine one two crew down here now. <laughs> you you got to get all these all these boys together on the same page. Yeah, that'd be a sight. We'll let you let you reel with you to Georgia. What'd you say? I said we'll let you reel them all in to to come up there with you to Georgia. Yeah, so we can bring some national championships back to Athens. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Who who was it? Who were you talking? Was there a coach you were talking to whenever you decided to commit? Uh, I was talking to Coach Rick. I was in his okay. office. Oh, okay. He called me up in his office. Well, I told him I had something to tell him on the practice field, and uh-huh. he was he was on the um practice field with the specialist at the time. Mm-hmm. And me and Bailey were just throwing the ball around, throwing the ball around, and I was just like. When, when we were walking past them to go back on the golf cart, they were they were uh, like trolling us back on the, back and forth on the golf cart. Mm-hmm. And uh, before we got on the golf cart, I kind of nudged him and was like, uh, "I got something to tell you, coach." And then he um, called me up. He called me up after he was done with the specialist, and I told. Well, we kind of talked for we talked for a good thirty minutes, mm-hmm. and then. Close to the end of our conversation, I was just like, I'm ready to be a dog. Okay. And he said, I, <laughs> and he said, I made his day. <laughs> that's all. He gave me a big hug. There you go. The, the hug, that's what we was looking for. That's always the closer right there whenever he gets back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, what, I was, uh, what I was Bailey Hogman saying to you, was, it, was he trying to hurt you on? Say that again. 
what all was Bailey Hogman saying to you? Like, was he trying to urge you on that night? Um, we, well, that was, that was Bailey, and that was our first time meeting, so he was just telling me, like, how we could have a stacked team and how we could bring national championships to Athens, and he was saying, uh, well, some of the coaches were just, they were constantly telling me, um, I, we could, we are the leaders now, like, since we're the first two to commit to Georgia and get the, the ball rolling on, uh, the recruiting class, we're the leaders of the of the recruiting class, and that's what really kind of sparked it all. Cool, man. DJ, you should probably know, he wasn't through with the specialist. From what I hear, you told him he needed to talk, and he, he left Coach Lilly out there with the specialist, and he went up there to talk to you. He dogged that junk off. <laughs> he wanted to spend some time yeah. with you right here. Yes, yeah, sir. Me and Coach Rick, uh, we have a pretty good relationship. Yeah, yeah, that's that's great, man. Tell me this: how was uh, how was it seeing all that? Was there anybody kind of going back to the on the field stuff at Dog Night? Was there anybody that you were watching that really just jumped out at you? Um. Nicole Hartman, he was – that was my first time ever seeing him actually play. Mm-hmm. And Jacob Eason, that was, that was my first time actually seeing them actually, like, compete, like, in real life and not mm-hmm. over Twitter or over, uh, like, any of the Internet, the social media stuff. Mm-hmm. And they they called – they told – like, they were always saying he was fast. He was fast and, like – uh, he fast isn't the word. That's not <laughs> he backs out whatever he backs up whatever comes out of his mouth though. Yeah. But I always talk that they can oh, yeah. they can talk trash and then they can back it up. Mm-hmm. Oh, hold on guys, I'm gonna interject now. The guy you got on the phone, he, he likes to wolf a little bit too now. I was just about to ask. We, we had yeah, some... <laughs> I, I can promise you, there have been times out on the high school field I had to look at DJ and say, man, you better stop it. <laughs> DJ, how many, how, how many uh, times a guy will walk up there and bump coverage on DJ and he'll just tell him, I'm, I'm about to run right by you. I'm about to run right by you. <laughs> DJ, am I lying? No, sir. Exactly. He told us last time he was on the show he liked to talk a little bit. He definitely God. did. He, he liked it. He's a talker. We were playing, it might have been either Statesboro or Wayne. One, it was a game where uh, Coach Frey was on the sideline. He was the it line. Was Wayne County. For, yeah. It was Wayne County. The the corner walked up on me and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm finna run right past you. <laughs> I was like, to him. And I was I was telling him, I was like, come up, keep coming, keep coming. <laughs> as soon as the ball snapped, it was I was passing. Yeah, and and they threw the ball to him too. I mean, he caught the pass. It was fun. Calvin, I think you mentioned something about that too uh, Sunday when we was talking. Yeah, yeah, we had a kid from had a kid from Kansas, a little cornerback was out there. He said, Boy, he said DJ called him everything, everything and he said, I I didn't know he was a nice guy, but 
that when he steps on that field, man, he he talked about my mama and he talked about everybody. <laughs> <laughs> hey, DJ. <laughs> it, it was the Camden game. I was I was just hyped. So it, it was, <laughs> I, I kind of let the emotions get the best of me that game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. That's funny. That's funny. I love it. Hold on. We got another call from Southeast Georgia. Let me let me see who it is if they have a question for DJ or hold on one second. Field Street Forum Radio, who do we have? Southeast Georgia, are you there? Maybe they're just listening. Or maybe they got Jason's phone, I don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's DJ Obama. She's trying to check in on him. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah, she um, just found out how much trash he talks. She's not happy right now. <laughs> Love it. Uh, you talk to your mom with that mouth, DJ? Uh, <laughs> no. It's, you know, oh, I can probably, I can feel, that's feel personality. My mom doesn't even... or. Yeah, she doesn't even know. Like, I'm a different person on the field. She only knows the, the good DJ. <laughs> and then, like, it, it's a once you step in between those white lines, it's just like, oh, you gotta flip the switch. You become a whole mm-hmm. other person. Right, right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, I, no I, I, I try to keep the field DJ on the field and keep the DJ that is like the regular. Public, out in public, DJ, that one, like, at home and, and school. <laughs> like Jekyll and Hyde, man. I love it. I'm just laughing. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now, I read uh, you're wanting to play, start out on the offensive side of the ball when you get up to Athens, you're thinking, right? Well, Coach Pruitt doesn't want me to play offense. <laughs> Coach Schottenheimer wants me to play offense. Right, Coach right. Coach wants me to play offense. So I, really, to be honest, I really don't even have a preference. Like, I can right. play, I can play whatever. Like, you put me, you can put me at defensive end and I'll try to do my best. It's like <laughs> put it back every play. Like, it, I, I don't care what I play like. Whatever, yeah. whatever gets me on the field fastest, you know? Like, right. I can, mm-hmm. I don't care. Like they could, what what I would like to do, if it's in, if all possible, like I could learn DB, and then I could learn wide receiver at the same time. So if I could be, even if I don't get to produce my first year, I could still like somebody goes down, I could go in that uh, receiver. If somebody goes down at DB, I could go in that DB. But I'm trying, uh training to start my first year. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's all it's all depend like it, it all depends on what they want me to play or what the team needs. Yeah, they, um I wouldn't put it past Coach Pruitt to push you at defensive end now. <laughs> <laughs> he might he might have you pretty close to the line sometimes. Dude, I, I I like to I like to go hit people it's it's just it's just like different when you're you're not going to hit people every play like most of the time. Like Damian Swan, he was always on a blitz. Like mm-hmm. probably he could probably blitz him like seven times a game. 
he probably wouldn't get most of the time he wouldn't get there, but sometimes he was in the backfield creating havoc on the quarterback. Mm-hmm. And we don't mm-hmm. do that at high school, so it'll be an adjustment when you get up there or when I get up there. Right. But yeah, Good I can <clears throat> DJ, you want to you want to return some kicks when you get up there? There you go. Oh, I I like returning kicks. It's fun. I know. Have you talked to them about that at all? Yeah, Coach Rick said I could. Right, right. So, do you have a preference on on punts or kickoffs, or does it does it matter to you? Just get your hands on the ball, basically. Uh, I'm not too fond of punts. I don't like punts. <laughs> I don't know why. It's just it's just a simple fact of okay. The punter, when he, he he can hang the ball like for so long, and that'll give the the gunners time to come get you. And if you don't, if you you can wave a fair catch and drop the ball, and the ball is live. Like I don't I don't like that. That's that's too much. <laughs> I like to get and kick the ball all the way back on like the one or the ten or the five, and trying to take it the distance. But that punter stuff, uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> I'm not too fond of that, but I might end up I might end up playing punt return this year, so uh-huh. I just gotta be prepared. But try and when we tried it last year, I think in practice I was I was timid. Like the first time they punted it to me, I was like, oh my god, I'm gonna get hit. I know I'm gonna get hit. So I tried to catch it and make a move, but I dropped the ball. Like it, you have to you gotta catch the ball a certain way on the kickoff. You can catch it whatever way you want to catch it. But on uh-huh. punches, it's a certain way you have to catch it. So, like, say if I try to catch it like like a foot, like a regular pass in the air, the, a, a defensive player could come up and hit the ball out of my hands and the ball is live. Mm-hmm. But on kickoff, you, you can catch it whatever way, and they're, they're still not down the field. Mm-hmm. The, the good I, thing about I, I feel like it's a, it's a time issue. Like the, the good thing about this, you have less time. Right. No doubt. Okay. No doubt about it. No. This year, though, DJ, there's not very many high school punters who get that hang time. Not like you'll see in the SEC. So mm-hmm. the good thing is you'll field a lot of bouncing balls and you'll field a lot of line drives in high school that you won't in college. So I think you'll be okay next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not unless they got some of those Australian punters or something down. In, down in South Georgia, I think you'll be all right. Yeah, we ain't got too many Australians down here. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. A couple of New Zealanders, of, no Australians. I think, I think I think this year uh, our team has the best kickers. I think yeah, our no. team has the best kickers. Lynn usually does have a good a good kicking game. Our kicker's long. His long is 50. Okay. Banks and Twistle, his longest 50. I don't know. That may have, does that have something to do with because Glenn's got a real good soccer program, I guess? Or No, I'm just saying we we excel at everything. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. I was thinking, I was thinking now what, what you might want to do to, to – Get Sean to go ahead and maybe start thinking about George a little more. Tell him you quit ragging on him about that play in the Glenn and Brunswick game last year. If he'll go ahead and commit to the G two, I'm going. I'm going to <laughs> be on his head about that for until we play them again and he proves to me that 
we can forget about that play. I'm going to be on him until that day. So when that day comes, then I'll stop messing with him about it. But he he knows it's all it's all competition. He knows I oh, still yeah. love that's, Oh yeah. That's my cousin. I can't I cannot love my cousin. Oh yeah. But I I am gonna be on him. Well, like why don't I again this year? So it it was. <laughs> is that I love it. Not just because it's Lynn and Brunswick, but is that your favorite matchup of the year? Because you get to go against him. Yeah, of course. I, always, I like going against my cousin. It's it's fun. And right. it builds that. It's like, he's like, he's not even like my cousin. He's like my brother. So, in a mm-hmm. way, it's like a sibling rivalry. Mm-hmm. So, I, I, I always hear you. Look to that. I hear you. I hear you. Are you going to be over at a, there's a uh, high school kind of a media day thing over in Waycross Saturday. Are you going to that with your coach? Oh, no, sir. Uh, a couple of our seniors are going, though. Like three of our seniors are going. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll be going over to that. So I'll, who who is it, Garrison and uh, the senior? Garrison. You have Garrison, her, Morris Demery. Um, I think in our quarterback, Justin Larson. Okay. All right. Well, I'll make sure to ask him a DJ question while I'm over there then, huh? Yeah, that'll, no that'll stir him up a little bit. <laughs> uh, hey, uh, uh, any, any of y'all might know this. Who's the 2017 Glenn Academy offensive lineman everybody's talking about? The 2016 or 2015? 2017. No, oh, Hillary. Um, nah, he talked. DJ talked about him last time. That's the kid that just Delonte started playing Hillary. football. He was yep, at Dog Hill, Night. Hillary. He was mm-hmm. at Dog Night, and uh, Coach Rick called my coach and said, "Now all we need is some more film." He did pretty good at um, Dog Night, and they said they want to see some varsity film on him. Yeah, I heard. I heard a lot of people were talking about him. Oh, yeah, he's he big. He's big. He's strong. Mm-hmm. You, you said uh, last time. Now you said he's only been playing for a couple of years, right? He was. He this, this is his first real year playing football. He last year he played JV, and you know JV ball is really is JV ball. I mean, <laughs> it's a, it's like it's like the D league for the NBA. You know. So it's not really it's, – you're getting experience, but you're not getting experience. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So – but, yeah, his first year playing football was 10th grade year. And this year coming up is going to be his first year playing varsity football. And in practice, he does pretty good. And in this, these contact camps we've been going to, he's been – he's on his assignments. He doesn't miss blocks. Uh, he might miss – he might miss like a – a blown assignment by the uh, the sniffer back, but other than that, he doesn't miss blocks. Okay, well, that sounds good, man. He he's uh definitely getting everybody's attention, like Jason said, and, and Coach Rick. Yeah, I hadn't I hadn't never really even heard about or really seen him or anything, but I just uh, I just heard a lot of people were talking about him after dog night. Yeah, you, if you would have seen him, you'd have had to do it at Thursday afternoon at five o'clock. 
that's when the JV team played. Yeah, <laughs> that's, you gotta go Thursday night like. <laughs> but those games are always fun. I like watching my teammates play ball. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. How about uh, who did you end up? Now I know that you you were one. You were saying you might be able to stay with Bryce, or you might be able to stay with uh, with Roquan whenever you go up. Who did who who did you end up rooming with this weekend? Uh, uh, I ended up rooming with. Roquan Smith, Terry Gowan, and Trent. Big Trent. Okay. Wow. Yeah. That's, talent, that's, talent, that's three talented guys right there. Yeah, and uh, Terry. I, I never heard any of those guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They were, uh, Terry was really talking to me good. And me and Roquan, have, we've been friends for like a good Two three months now, mm-hmm. yeah. So we or I yeah, and I stayed with Sean too. Sean was there. Okay, that's that's good to hear, man. Um, I'm telling you what, how was the? We always have to talk about the food up in Athens now. What did they feed you on campus, or did y'all go out? We um we ate on campus. Yeah. It was good as always. They give they give you all plenty, I'm assuming, right? Yes, sir. <laughs> DJ, what, what what do you what do you think about Coach Hockey, the, the strength coach? One of my favorite coaches. He's he's, he's wide open. He's live wire. Isn't he? Every time he is, he's geed up from the jump. <laughs> <laughs> So what? What's next, DJ? You gonna? I mean, I know you'll still take visits and everything, but or I'm assuming you will. Are you gonna? What's next yes. for you this summer? Are you gonna visit um, anywhere, or are you just gonna get ready for for your junior year? I think that's what I'm probably gonna end up doing this year, and then I'll probably go to some games um, during the season. Mm-hmm. So I, thought, you, I think I'm probably done with uh, visiting schools for right now. Okay. Well, that's good. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Like I like I said last, you know, just as long as you, if you want to go on visits, just make sure everybody knows. <laughs> no, coaches don't like surprise visits. <laughs> oh yes, sir. And just let them know. Um, hey, I think I saw. Uh, I think two four seven sports may have asked you this, so so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna ask the same thing. What what would it take for somebody to pull you away from UGA? Um, if the coaching staff leaves, that's probably one of the only things I can think about right now. Mm-hmm. I, I'm pretty confident those guys are set in stone for a while. Oh yes, sir. Yeah, move. Yeah, I think I think they're good to go. And did you see who was the commit at Florida State come out if the school burns down or something like that? <laughs> I don't know what kind of crazy answer that was, but uh, you kind of you kind of in the same boat then. Sounds like, huh? Yes, sir. What's your first uh, What's your first game coming up at, at with Glenn this year? 
Who are y'all pre- preparing for? Um, McIntosh County is our first game. It's on that's on August fourteenth, and then uh, our first real game is Wayne, and that's the following Friday. Okay, will that be here or is that over in Jessup? Jessup. Okay. DJ, I, I might have to make a return trip over there for the rematch. I guess. What you say? I told. I said I'm going to have to go over there for the rematch. I guess. <laughs> oh yeah, you should. You should. It'd be we, fun. We, we work Wayne County too, so I might go over and try to get that. And you, you can't let them try to cheat us out the game. Oh, <laughs> you, you know how they do in Wayne County. Oh boy, listen to you. Listen to you. <laughs> Well, most, I thought Camden that did that. Oh, well, here's, 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 what, here's what's bad. The officials at Camden and Wayne, majority of them are from Camden and Glenn. Most of the guys are, you know, our group from Brunswick calls, you know, Wayne and Camden and McIntosh and uh-huh. the Brunswick school. So, that, I mean, it's the same group of officials of all places. It just seems like goofy things happen in certain places. So it's you guys. <laughs> they don't like that. Uh, uh, you guys will be all right. You'll be all right. Uh, I know. It, it, it's all just going to come down to us just putting a whipping on people so they, then all they can do is call penalty and, and it won't matter. <laughs> no doubt, That's, no doubt. That's the DJ I was telling you all about right there. <laughs> uh, Calvin, you got any uh, any inside info on DJ, man? No, no inside info. I gave it to you all last week. <laughs> no, no, no inside info. Everything he's telling you is is basically true, except for the cheating of the referee. Like like Coach said, he. <laughs> He he's one of the referees, so they they bad everywhere. Coach them is bad everywhere. Coach Frey no. Nah, Coach Frey. Usually coach. when Coach Frey refing, it's, it's always the uh, it's always the ref. Hey, because no it's always the bias on, on our side, you know. Coach Frey and the rest of the group, they all terrible everywhere they go. Nah, Camden, <laughs> Camden, Camden, and Wayne is just all they all bad. <laughs> hey, hey! What's great though is when Camden wins, we do a great job. <laughs> no, no, hey, listen! I told you guys earlier. Uh, I'm a, I'm a Camden guy, but uh, they 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 really shooting themselves in the foot. So whatever they get, they deserve right now. <laughs> yep. Pray, you know, pray. Is it true? Cam- y'all get a bonus whenever Camden wins? Is that right? Yeah, I'm going to tell you this. The only bonus you get is an escort locker. Hey, Trey. So, Trey, remember they say this this call is recorded, so it'll be going back. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like I said, like I said, the only thing you get is an escort locker. <laughs> oh, boy. What you get? Hey, uh, DJ, going back to dog night. What the, did you did you take some passes from uh, from Ethan? Say that again. Oh, he was hurt. Did he, were you did you take some passes from Ethan or Ethan? I, I, uh, 
the Georgia quarterback for 16? No, I didn't. Okay. Where? Are you How talking about, about Jacob? Jacob Eason? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. no, no, no. He, his, I don't know. He he just seemed disinterested in us. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I guess it's because he's older and, you know, he's the guy right now. Right, right. How how did he look out there? Was he? He, he was spot on. Like he was spot on. Like they were talking about him in the Elite Eleven and stuff. But he, yeah, he was spot on. Every every pass was spot on. But well, not every pass. It was some of them that were that were like overthrown. But you have to look at the wide receiver and then look at the quarterback. Like you can't have you can't have Tom Brady and then have. Uh, a five-one receiver, and then expect the quarterback to make the receiver look good. So. Right, right. It yeah, just that's... really all came down to who was who was matched up with Jacob. Like when it was Nicole and Jacob, it was just like like clockwork. But then when it was like uh like they had little receivers out there too. They had like five five receivers and. When you have those type of receivers, sometimes it can work. Like Darren Sproles, he's a running back, but he plays slot sometimes. And sometimes right. it works, and sometimes it doesn't. Right. Yeah, but Sproles' quarterback's 5'9", too. <laughs> <laughs> Hold up. Who, who does Sproles play for now? I think he's still... Didn't he go to the Chargers, maybe? Uh, I know he was with the Saints forever. I thought he was with the Saints for a while. He was with the Eagles. Philly. Yeah. He was with Philly. That's yeah, right. That's, That's right. That's right. He, he's still with uh, the Eagles. I think. I think so. Yeah, he is. Of course, I don't. I don't know who their quarterback's going to be. But... Hey guys. Hey guys. Hey, when y'all say that kind of stuff around DJ, y'all got to understand. Now he's a he, he's a aficionado. Now he know everything about everything is uh, about football. So. Don't throw it out as a joke, cause he gon' he gon' correct you. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> yeah, I don't, it's gonna be it's gonna be so. Do you have do you have a favorite NFL team, TJ? Me, uh, I like uh, I like players. Like I have favorite players, but then I I like the uh, Panthers. That's my team. Okay. Because. Cam Newton is my favorite player. All right, all right. We'll let that slide. <laughs> Come, on. Come on, DJ. Kill me. <laughs> but I, I like my dad is a big Falcons fan. And there you I go. like the Falcons and all, but I just can't ride with the Falcons. I don't know why. I just ever since Michael Vick left, I just like the Falcons used to be my favorite team. Uh-huh. But then when Vick left, it was just like ah. Uh, Dang. DJ, like you, were two, se- you were like seven years old when Vic left. <laughs> oh, I know. You should, have seen you should have seen I had all the I had all the Michael Vick jerseys, the shoes, I wore the cleats. Everything was Vic. But he was he was who I wanted to be. Yeah. I tell you what, man, that was a crazy. It, the NFC South is probably one of the Strangest divisions in the NFL because it seems like they flip flop every year. I mean, it's like yeah, whoever too. the worst team wins the year before ends up winning the division the next year. It's, it's Watch weird. The, the Buccaneers are gonna come out of nowhere and just win it all. No, I'm <laughs> playing. <laughs> <laughs> 
Bucking, nah, the Buccaneers are too terrible. They still hey, got defense. <laughs> they got they still hey, got hey, you guys, you better, you better hope DJ treat the dogs better than Michael Vick did. <laughs> oh, man, why you have to? Oh, my God. He just said that to Michael Vick. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. Well played, my friend. Well played. <laughs> Y'all got to get off of Mike. Y'all got to get off of Mike. Still, still one of the best commercials of all time, the Michael Vick experience. I know y'all remember that one. Mm-hmm. Where it was like the amusement park ride. You, you get strapped in and <laughs> run you through the game and stuff. Oh, it's so good. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Who's your favorite receiver in the NFL? Well, it was Jarvis Landry, but now... Who uh, who was it that called me Randall Cobb? Like he told me I play like Randall Cobb, and I looked up Randall Cobb's highlights, and I was just like, "Dang, hey, I do you play like this guy." I think that was uh, you, Mike. That was me, Mike. Yeah, yeah. man, I, I'm telling you, that's I'm a good call. You. That's a good call. I show he shows flashes every time I watch his film. Does it all. Yep, yep. Yeah, Randall Cobb, that dude. Yeah, oh, yeah. Good. Now, you know, he played court- He actually played quarterback for a couple of years in, in college, mm-hmm. Randall Cobb. Yep. He did? Yeah. At Kentucky. Uh, yep. At Kentucky, yep, sure did. Played quarterback, return punts, played a little DB, wide receiver, did it all. Yep. But you know, Kentucky, Kentucky, you know how they are. They, they just <laughs> lost Lost his face sometimes. You just gotta look. You just gotta look at Kentucky and say, "Uh, what are y'all doing?" Like, <laughs> when you got a when you got a three hundred and fifty pound quarterback, you know, just about yeah. it all. Who, who puts a who puts a lineman at quarterback? Come on now. <laughs> and, and then he and then the lineman tries to run the ball. Like, come on now. You know, you know what we do to people like you, and and then. I remember, I remember seeing him like after he runs the ball, like nobody's open on the first play, so he runs. Second play, nobody's open again, so he runs. Third down, he's huffing and puffing like, like dang, you can't put, see, this is what you get for putting a lineman at quarterback. <laughs> DJ Hayes, yeah. Pillsbury throw boy, man, come on. <laughs> yep. Oh yeah. Did we way, catch he, up? Did we catch up with him a while back? He was playing in the – was he playing in Canada or is he playing arena football or something? I swear. Arena. He's still playing. Doesn't he, he play arena. For, um, doesn't he play for the team – like, they look like fire. They're like red, black, yellow, purple, and – I don't know what they call it. Uh, I, think I, so. think I think he's still playing. I think he is still playing. Ball. I think he's in the arena league. Yeah, it's arena. Yeah. The thing is, he – dude – he was 300 in college. He's about 400 now. I mean, he, oh my not, God. he ain't lost no weight. He got bigger. It's crazy. <laughs> that's that's why that's why he didn't he didn't pan out to be a, a like a, a great quarterback. He's a good quarterback. He's an all right quarterback, but you know, mm-hmm. he wasn't. He was good. in that offense now with uh, Mummy. Al Mummy. Al Mummy was, mm-hmm. was one of the inventors of the spread and. Or, or that style, air raid defense, air raid offense, and he was in a system where 
you could throw up for 350 yards in your sleep, man. So it's <laughs> yeah, and and my coach, my coach, his name is uh, Coach Hart. He uh-huh. um he knows uh, the coach that you just said. I, I don't know how to say his name. Mommy, but he yeah he knows him, and he's the one who taught. Or my coach actually played at Kentucky, so I always okay. give him a hard time about how terrible they are. But <laughs> <laughs> and then you know, I know he's, I know he's you always don't talk to him about basketball now. <laughs> no, no, I never talked to him about basketball, but I did. I did mention basketball to him one time. I was like, "Yeah, George almost beat Kentucky. That's why they there lost in the." Uh, I was like, "That's why they lost in the tournament." Uh huh. <laughs> Lord, and he's always ragging me about Georgia. It, it it's just fun though. I, oh yeah, you know that's. What, I yeah. mean that's everybody. You know everybody. The SEC. That's what it's all about, man. I mean, there's a lot of people you you don't like a lot of schools, but usually most of the time it's it's all in good fun. Just kind of, you know, ragging everybody a little bit, and when stuff yeah. happens, kind of. Hit them, hit them a little bit harder, and but laugh it off. But you, most of the time, you know it's coming back to you, so <laughs> you just mm-hmm. expect it down the road. Yes, sir. It's always fun unless it's Auburn. <laughs> unless it's who? Unless it's Auburn. It's always fun. Oh yeah. Unless it's Auburn. I don't know. The Auburn has That's- like three mascots. <laughs> they're confused. They got a uh, multiple they, they, personalities. I think, man. I don't yeah. know what's going don't on. They really. say like it's War Eagle. Then it's like, um, I think they they called the fans something, and then it's the the Tigers. Yeah, yep, the Tigers and the, mm-hmm. and the Plainsmen. Plainsmen. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's it. Yeah, mm-hmm. or, who knows. <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing. Now, you, this is one thing you gotta get. Now that you're officially a dog, DJ. Georgia is just surrounded. I mean, I think Georgia has the most rivals of any school in the country. I, I truly believe that. I mean, mm-hmm. everybody guns. Georgia is always everybody's key game or, or signature game of the year. It, it's crazy. So you guys are gonna have to be on on point every week because every week it's. South Carolina, that's that's either that's basically one one B. I mean, Clemson's going to always be oh. the biggest rival, but Georgia is their next biggest rival. Florida, maybe Florida State, but Georgia is always their biggest rival. Auburn, yes, there's Alabama, but guess who they've been playing longer is Georgia. I mean, it's Georgia Tech, you know. Oh yeah, right after Georgia Southern, Georgia is their biggest. No, I'm just playing. But uh, <laughs> but no. Uh, so yeah, y'all, yeah. y'all got to be ready, hey. man. You see, Georgia Tech didn't didn't schedule um Southern again. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I honestly think they were just scared. Yeah, I said that for you. They finally played them last year, and if Georgia Southern wouldn't have had that fumble towards the end, they would. I think they would have beat Tech. Oh yeah. Yeah. But that that's always frustrated me is everybody always rags on Georgia for for playing Georgia Southern and it's like, well, why didn't Tech play him then, you know? I mean That's gonna be a good game. I'll be I'll be at that game. The I'll be at the Alabama uh Georgia game. Mm-hmm. And I'll be at the um I'll be at the Georgia Georgia Tech game. 
just have okay. to call one of those tech coaches up. But and I'll be right. at the Georgia Southern game, and hopefully I can get up to the Georgia South Carolina game. I want to see that game. Yeah, yeah, that that'll be fun, man. <clears throat> who was uh, yeah. the uh, Who was the first recruit or uh, to to call or, or tweet at you and congratulate you on on your commitment? Uh, first recruit or first player? No, either one or both. Um, a lot of the recruits didn't call or didn't tweet about it. They just texted me and told me like congratulations. Mm-hmm. They told me like keep it up or whatever. Mm-hmm. And like Bailey was really the only one to to really. Like he he was the only one to talk to me really. Uh huh. Well, that's because he knows who he wants to throw the ball to when he's up up in that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, how about his, play, how about player who was the first one? Oh, um, Roquan. Roquan was the first one. I think Bryce was the second one. Mm-hmm. Um. I talked to Terry Godwin like the same night, but like as I was walking, like, it, like I don't know how it travels so fast, but like, well, I do know. Kind of Twitter told a lot of people, but like I was on campus, like just walking, and then like people, like players would stop me. Like when we were in the stadium, players would stop me. They're like, "Oh, you're the new commit." Uh-huh. I tell them, "Yeah." Then they they ask me what class I was in. I tell them, they're just asking me questions about about my commitment and stuff. Uh-huh. So, yeah, that was that was really that story right there. <laughs> That's good, man. That's good. Hey, tell me this. How about some of those big – I know uh, Gary, the defensive lineman from New Jersey, did you get to talk to many of those big defensive linemen that was up there? This, and the Tory Johnson, I think, was another one. Just some huge kids, man. Is any of them you, you got to talk with? Or any of them that stood out? Um, there was one. I heard up. Let me try to think of his name. I'm not going to look it up real fast. Okay. Talking with uh, DJ Dallas, the newest Georgia commit. If anybody has any questions, give us a call, 724-444-7444. And enter the caller ID, 127-467-POUND. Um, do you know uh, Tyler Clark? Oh yeah, yes. Yeah, I, that he was. He actually stayed with Trent uh, when I was with uh, Roquan, so we kind of we stayed in the same room the night I, oh. on Saturday night. Okay. And I, I hung out with him and talked to him about um, just talked to him about Georgia and school and stuff. So right, that was. He was really one of the main people I talked to, like, like prospect-wise. Him and yeah. Bailey and Sean, because I stay with Sean, and Sean's my cousin. Right, right. But Tyler's other than that... Big, Tyler's, Tyler's a big old country boy. He just country as could be here. We call it... Yeah, he's Geechee as ever, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then again, but then again, everybody from... South Georgia, or most everybody is Geechee. Even if you don't think you're Geechee, you're Geechee. Yeah. 
That two two nine, I can tell you this: the two two nine really is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, uh, how did how did Deontay do? Did you get to talk to him much while he was after he worked out, or with the coaches talking to him? What did he say? Yeah, he was he was flipping people. Well, we call it we call it bodying people, but that's just something we came up with. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he was flipping people. He was manhandling people mm-hmm. because he's his footwork is just crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he's finally healthy. Seems like now, huh? Yeah, he's back to a hundred percent. I know in in the Valdosta camp he wasn't a hundred percent. He was like eighty five. Mm-hmm. He was telling me he wasn't a hundred percent, but now it seems like he's just he's ready. He's he's on go now. Right, right. But we'll still be ready for him come August twenty eighth. <laughs> We're not even worried about it. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> All right now. But like like somebody said earlier, this is being recorded now. <laughs> you can send it to him. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. That's awesome. <laughs> Hold on, we got uh, another call. Let me see if they're just listening in or if they have a question. Field Street Forum Radio, who do we have? Field Street Forum Radio, who do we have? Somebody in their car, are you just listening? Sorry, it was my mom. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody gets shy, man. Jeez. Um, that's some boys out of Camden calling. <laughs> oh, they can call. We ready. <laughs> don't, get scared. don't get scared now. That's some guys out of Camden. I'm, I'm never scared. I wish. I really wish we was playing in Camden this year. Exactly. See? Yeah, yeah, just so we can upset y'all fans. Y'all can't even know how to get it. Y'all went five and five. Come on now. I know how y'all to y'all get it going. One reason game. One reason game. Look, he's, he's going now. Nah, he babbled up. He babbled up for a bit. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you just know how to get me up, riled up. It's all good. So I'm, I'm calm now. I'm calm. I'm good. I'm good. Wait, wait. Camden, Camden called off the series with Glenn this year. Oh no, they playing. Oh, they're okay. Okay. <laughs> we won't play. We won't play them my senior year. We're, we're moving on to bigger and better things. That's great, man. Yeah, we're ready for anybody. You can throw, you can throw anybody in front of us, and we'll do our best to win the game. You better hope you beat Macintosh. Oh my God! <laughs> he just said Macintosh. They went zero and ten last year. And the new coach ain't gonna help them. <laughs> new coaches don't help. <laughs> it wasn't new coaches last year. They had they had skill. They just couldn't produce. Wait now, when, when this coach was there before, they did pretty good. Now DJ, it's gonna take a while though. Now Grant, Grant just like it's just like it's just like Michigan and John Harbaugh. It's not he can't do it this year. It won't happen this year. You got to give it a good two years before it can really keep in. He can get the people that he wants there. 
Yoko Yoko's turned it around. Well, yeah, now? but we had the we had the people. The the problem before people weren't getting played where they need to get played. Everybody on Macintosh's team play in the exact same position they're playing this year. So what you saying? You you throwing your other coaching staff under the bus? No, that we got the same coaching staff. <laughs> It's, I'm everybody about is the same. The one before them, you, you throwing them under the bus? Nope. I, I thank <laughs> God for Coach Rodgers. Because without Coach Rodgers, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have I wouldn't had the chance to play uh, varsity football my freshman year. Calvin, DJ's too smart for that. <laughs> yeah, I tried. I tried to throw him under the bus. <laughs> you sure did. <laughs> Now, granted, that McIntosh coach was really good, but he also had a couple of D1 D1 players on his team at the time. So. Yeah. Well, Alan Bailey and uh, the running back, uh can't remember his name, but they I, were loaded back then, though. Yeah. I don't know about yeah. when you have, Robert, When you have a freak athlete like Alan Bailey, you could practically do anything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they had – I remember I went to see him play a couple times, and they had him lined up at linebacker and everything else. <laughs> See? You can do anything with a, a person like that. Yeah. Oh, Ware County. Yeah, Ware County got one. Like oh, yeah, we out for them this year. I don't care. I don't care about it. Mm-mm. Yeah, we coming for them. <laughs> they, they, they like to talk trash, and I like I like how they play. They like to talk trash. Uh-huh. And then, but last year they did kind of back it up, and then <laughs> and it was making me mad. So they kicked it to me, and I just had to show them like, so we can play ball too. And I took it back. That was my first ever kick return return. That was the first one I took back ever. That was like ninety five yards too, DJ. Yeah, it was it was a long and I was tired. It I felt like I had an elephant on my back. I was like, Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, the elephant. I could barely breathe. Still out random? No, no. When I I'm talking about when I got in the end zone and then when everybody's oh. trying to give me the jump up, I'm like, Oh god. <laughs> oh dang. <laughs> the coach coach Rock was telling me, Run run to the sideline. I can't run. I can't run, coach. <laughs> I can't run, coach. That was me. I was thinking that in my head. I was like, I can't run. Ooh. <laughs> it just felt like 100 pounds. I was like, oh, my goodness. What's going on? <laughs> oh, man. Phew, Lord. <laughs> and you got us going tonight, DJ. Uh, Classy, classy young man. Classy young I, man from I great family. No doubt. No doubt. I know in the you, morning session, DJ, at dog night, did you, uh, you get a look at the cheerleaders I had working out right next to the field? <laughs> <laughs> you said that I enjoyed the cheerleaders? I said, you see the cheerleaders they had posted up right next to the field? Uh, oh, yeah. They were, they were Coach Rick or the the coaching staff took some of us in the uh, Coliseum, the uh, the gym, where the uh, basketball and the uh, gymnastics uh, place the, the gymnastics segment. part of the gym. Yeah, that one. And um, well, we saw the cheerleaders taking pictures, and 
me and Bailey kind of walked past, and then, like, we didn't see it at first. But then when we walked past again, like, like the cheerleaders all just kind of turned and looked at us. And I was just like, oh, dang. <laughs> <laughs> we might need to keep walking. <laughs> and then, and then me, me and Bailey were, um, were doing some crazy stuff. We were about to get in trouble. They told us we couldn't. Well, we weren't going to get in trouble. But right. the door was unlocked to the uh, the gymnastics team, and we saw trampolines. So we were just like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we should go down there. And we we went down there the first time. It was just me and him. And the door the door was unlocked. So we were like, oh, hmm, should we go in? And he was like, yeah, let's go in. I was like, ah, uh, let's go get one of the uh, you know how they they do the row society people thing, like the people that. Show you around on uh, show you around the school. Uh-huh. I call them dog girls, but they're really like <laughs> people that, that. That's really probably what they need to be called. <laughs> you don't want to call them escorts because that that just gives a negative vibe. No doubt about it. No doubt. So, so what do you call them? Uh, hostesses. Hostess. <laughs> that, that too, but. They aren't, really, they aren't really hosted. They, <laughs> they're not though. They're like I, I, when I think of a hostess, I think like somebody <laughs> like your friend. There's like yeah. you and they invite you to their house, and then that's when they become a hostess or at a restaurant. And then you have a hostess at a restaurant. I don't think about like a person that's showing you all these places at this certain school as a hostess. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> Just call it a tour a tour guide and leave it at that. Oh, you could call it that. A tour guide. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, call it a tour guide. That's what we're gonna call it. But the tour guide we I had to go get the, the tour guide person. And like ironically it was my, my god sister and she goes to UGA and I was like, Come on, come on, come on And we went down and she was like, Uh, I don't think we we should be down here but me and Bailey, we, we insisted. We had to, we had to jump on the trampoline just one time, and like I didn't know. Well, we jumped on like the, you know how they have a, the spring platform, uh, like where they they run and then they they jump. Oh, and they can do flips on the ground, not the one that you jump, not the vault, not that thing, but the, uh, just like the the floor, like the, where they do floor routines. Uh huh. And but it's springy, and we didn't know. So, like, he was bouncing on it. I was just like, oh, the floor bounces. I jumped, I jumped, and then it was like a little mat. It blended in with the floor. And I jumped on the mat thinking it was like the spring floor. And I just, like, kind of sunk down. I was like, oh, dang, let's get out of here. I don't like this place. <laughs> and you did you did all this with a boot on. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm out of the boot now. I okay, okay. out of the boot. <laughs> <laughs> now, I believe the... Uh, Specific term is Georgia girls, right? Oh, oh yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> you got the Bama Bells, the Vol Hostesses, or whatever you want to call it. Gator Guides. That sounds too like Gator Guys. I don't know about that one. Then <laughs> Tiger Paws. And Georgia girls. So, hey DJ, speak some of that uh, that Latin for these guys. You, you can't speak Latin. Latin is a dead language. 
See that? I told you how smart he is. Listen, go with it. <laughs> you just use it for uh, breaking down the different words and origins and stuff, man. Correct? That's that's why I got a, a 22 on the ACT, but on the the highs you can get on any given section is a, a 36. I, on the reading, mm-hmm. I got a 30. And on the um, English, I got a 29. Nice. So, yeah, Latin kind of helped me out. <laughs> and, then, and then science, I got a 21. There you go. And math, I got a 19. I hate math. <laughs> well, I don't... I, do I don't too. know. Me and me and math don't get along. Like my class, my math class. One to move. I don't know. Me and math just don't get along. Man, I my was, teachers, I was, all my teachers are good, but it's just right. I hate uh, math. I, I don't know. I think one piece. Yeah, I was the same way, man. If it wasn't for my my algebra teacher, basically dragging me. <laughs> All the way through class, I'd have been. I wouldn't have made it through. Yeah, that woman. That woman's a saint in my book. <laughs> Getting me through that class. <laughs> everything else, though, I was fine, man. I love writing and reading and everything else, but just math, regular math, it's okay. But I don't know all this other stuff. Once you get into like trig, and then you get into uh, pre-calc, you're just like, oh my god, what is this? Yep. Exactly. Please get this away from me. Thank God! Thank God! When I came along, we didn't have to get into it. <laughs> see, see, why can't why can't we go back to the old days like that? We don't we don't have to learn this stuff. I'm not going to be a scientist when I grow up. I don't want to be a scientist. <laughs> now you might need to have some of it for your your veterinary stuff now. You only need science, and I'm I'm pretty good at science and, and chemistry. <laughs> chemistry, you barely need math. So I right, can do that. Right. Math and chemistry, they say, teach, like the the uh, standards that we're on, they say our math helps for uh, chemistry and, like, science. But when you get into the class, you're just like, I learned none of this in my math class. <laughs> you're just looking, you're looking at the chemistry kind of dumb. Like, it's like a foreign language. It's just like, oh, my God. <laughs> Chemistry for me was like going to France without knowing French. (laughs) (laughs) I had to gradually like learn and use books and read and stuff. I had to, I had to go. I went hard in chemistry. I ended up with an eighty-eight in chemistry, two points away from a a A. But I had to go hard in that class. <laughs> uh, like going to France without knowing French. <laughs> Man, well, guys, any any other questions for DJ or anything about Dog Night or his commitment? Go ahead and let him get off of here for a little bit, man. We appreciate you coming back on. DJ and no problem. No problem. But once once we saw you committed and everything, I know that was one of the first things I asked was wanting you to get back on the on the show with us and, and talk about it and what the experience was like. So 
So I know, like I said, there's a lot of people that was really happy to see that. Man. Yes, sir. Uh, well, my whole uh, now it's like my whole town's behind. Well, they've been behind our football team, but like I feel like a support base from you know St. Thomas, Brunswick, Georgia. That's like it's dog country down here. So, oh yeah, um, it's a pretty good base behind me. Oh yeah. Well, DJ, congratulations, but congratulations, and uh, uh, we're actually, I'll be over in McIntosh on the 14th, so I'll see you over there. Yes, sir. Can't wait. All right, pal. We'll see you then. Yes, sir. DJ, right, we're DJ. proud of you, man. We are proud of you, and we gotta, we got to get the hashtag going. Young Cobb. Send it out. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, tweet, I'll tweet my film out tonight and just hashtag it, Young Cobb. There you go. There you go. The young RC. Young RC. All that trend. We'll get it. I love it. Do what we can, man. Get it going. I yes, appreciate sir. it, DJ. Keep in touch, man. Yes, sir. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Old DJ, man. He, he is a trip. Hard to beat, man. He's hard to beat. Yep. It's going to be, I mean, pretty much total package, man. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously a great player on the field, but as you heard, he's, he's got the academics down. We heard that earlier from, from both Calvin and Frey where, you know, the education was, was the most important thing, and that, that's where a lot of kids lose focus or lose lose track of things, you know. His mama and his uncle don't play the radio when it comes to them books. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. It's uh, and that's you know what that it's that kind of drive that's given him an advantage over so many kids at his age. You know, he's he's got everything out of the way, ACT or SAT scores all out of the way, grades ready to go. I mean, you heard he was disappointed to get an eighty-eight. Heck, a lot of kids would <laughs> be doing backflips to get an eighty-eight. So he's uh. Like I said, he's the total package, man. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. He's a, he's a he is a genuinely good kid. Mm-hmm. Yep. Calvin, those are the kind that make it fun to go to work, aren't they? Oh, you better believe it, man. It, I, I, I'm gonna tell you something. He he is he is probably the most underrated kid in the whole 2017 class. I'm talking. I mean, I've seen some kids, but I'm I'm mm-hmm. just telling you. And I think him being underrated makes him want it even more. Because, mm-hmm. uh, but you got some, you got some guys out there that you know that these these writers or whatever that recognize him, but they don't have enough of them that seen him to be able to rank him as high as he needs to be. But I think <clears throat> by the end of the school year and, and and the end of next, you know, spring when he gets to, you know, he goes to this one of these. Uh, Either the elite junior game or rise the senior, or whatever. Once they, once they get a load of them, it's gonna, mm-hmm. it's gonna set some people straight. I mean, I, I really do because not only, not only is his, his, you know, his talent on the field, but his intelligence on the field. You saw when you mentioned something about where the, where uh, what's his name was playing, and he said Philadelphia. Look, mm-hmm. he, he's all about it. His, his. His stepfather and his, his uncle and them, they've been telling me, say, this kid 
especially since he's been small. So it, it's, it's something about him, you know. Like you say, he got a great personality. He has he has a good backbone behind him. Mom and uncle and dad, stepdad, all of them, you know. He he, it's it's something special about him, man. And and I think I think the country is gonna be able to see it. Mm-hmm. Let me, let me well, didn't give some ranking come out recently? One of the one of the rankings updated recently, and they had him. They had him in the top one fifty, I believe. So well, he's well, start, he's starting to turn some heads already. Well, I don't think I don't, in the top. I don't think he's in the top one fifty in any of them. I know uh, ESPN came out yesterday, and they got him at he in the top three hundred for them. He's at one one seventy eight. They have Sean ranked ahead of him, and 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 uh, Demery also. And uh, I think uh, I think uh, Scout has him at one something, uh, yeah, one something. And I think Rivals has him outside of the one of them, either twenty four seven or, or Rivals has him outside of the three hundred. And you know that's that's crazy. That's gonna change big time. Yeah. They're all yeah. they're all gonna change. But it, it was good to see at least. He mentioned last time he was on the show that he kind of felt a little bit slighted, and it was good to see him at least get perked up on the ratings a little bit when they came out last week. So, but yeah, yeah once that, they once they get a hold of this film, it's it's sky's the limit. Sky's the limit. Let, let yeah. me tell you who he, you guys have been around South Georgia for a while. Mm-hmm. There was yeah. a guy that there's a guy that played with me in the mid '80s to late '80s actually, who DJ reminds me of so much it's amazing and to me this guy was the best receiver ever to come through this area. Randy a Fisher. guy named guy named Randy Fisher. Yeah, yeah man. Fisher. The, only, the only but the only I difference was, is Randy was okay. slow. Well but but Randy was deceptively <laughs> smooth is what Randy was. Randy would go up and catch a ball and he was making a move before he hit the ground. Well and but he, he would be he, he would be smooth elusive <laughs> And uh, there's no doubt DJ's faster than him. Okay, I was going to say because you could be smooth and fast at the same time. Yeah, no, there's no <laughs> doubt. There's no doubt that DJ's faster than Fish was. But right. there are very few people that caught what Fish caught and that made people miss like Fish made people miss. And Fish is, Fish is a legend. He's a legend. He's a legend. Yeah, he was a senior when I was a sophomore, so I played with him two years. And you know, he signed with Georgia, then went to Valdosta State. Yeah, uh, right. But but Fish was, you know, he was fantastic. And DJ reminds me, he just glides when he runs, and Fish would yep. glide when he runs. And DJ makes moves, you know, he he makes people miss so easily. And that's how Randy was. Mm-hmm. And they just they just remind he really reminds me of Fish. And that to, to me, in when I came along, that says a lot because Randy was, so you know, he he was about as good as it got back in that era. Yeah, yeah. When mm-hmm. I say when I when I say he was slow, now that's coming from a Camden fan, and you know that's that's really no seriously that that's really that's really a lot of hate on this guy. He, he, no, he was he was absolutely great. He was he wasn't he was. the fastest guy, but nope. he got it done. I mean, mm-hmm. when I say got it done at the highest level, he got it done yeah. every night. So, so he was good. Mm-hmm. Hey, coach, what do you think about the? Uh, I know I know it's a little early now, but what do you think about that Randall Cobb comparison? It's perfect. I, I think it's perfect. I loved it when I read your I read your uh, post on it, and uh, I, I I thought 
I thought, I never, and I never thought about it until you posted it. And when I read it, I went, man, that's perfect. Mm-hmm. You know, because DJ's capable of doing all those things. He's he's so yeah. versatile, it's ridiculous. I mean, you it put is. a DJ at tailback, he's going to be the best tailback. You put him a wide out, he's going to be the best wide out. Uh, it don't matter. Absolutely. Uh, so, I think one other guy, one other guy you can compare him to that went right there, George's Heinz Ward, because yeah, for the simple fact is the physicality, he would knock your freaking head off. Mm-hmm. And you you can look for him to come back and crack back. He will make that crack back, and he will make it proud. You know, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah, he'd fit in perfectly at wide out in Camden's system. He said, no, he wouldn't. Yeah, he would, because he'd just be running around hitting people when they're not looking. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, then he'll, go, he'll end up at Lenore Ryan somewhere. Oh, you need to quit. <laughs> this is being recorded. Don't forget where you live. Hey, hey, I, I hope it is. I hope it is. <laughs> hey, one thing about me, I can, I can walk. I can still walk around here. I don't have... I don't have no fears around here. Hey, Lenore Ryan needs players too now. Yeah, yeah, but I think Georgia needs him a little more. Uh, oh boy. Uh, well, Frey, you were telling me earlier before we got on about. Uh, it's funny, uh, DJ mentioned Tyler Clark because you mentioned to me about you you caught up with him with uh, with Tyler a little bit what, last week, I guess. Huh? Yeah, he. You want to talk about? A kid that's that I don't care if anybody tells you Tyler Clark's thinking about going to a different school, they're insane. That kid's so Georgia, it's ridiculous. He, that kid, he absolutely, he he and Trent. I'm telling y'all, you remember how I used to tell y'all that Trent's done, done, done. Mm-hmm. He that kid, Tracy Rockers so, did such a good job with both those guys, and, and uh, Tyler loves, absolutely loves Tracy Rockers, and so. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, we're supposed to. I'm supposed to steal him for lunch one day next week. Um, but he, you want? I tell you what, he'll be a he'll be a guy. I'll get his number and we'll have him on this show. You, you want to talk about spill the beans on some recruiting stuff? Now he lets it flow. <laughs> <laughs> and he and he's one that's he's trying to recruit everybody in the world. Now he's 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 on uh, on Gary and he's on all the big. Lineman and he he's on Nicole and, and he's on Robertson. And those uh-huh. guys are on a those guys are on a mission to get those guys in there. Yeah, they talk That's about like that five, They talk about that five five defensive line, and they talk about Peters being right or, or Gary being right in the middle of it. I mean, they they they're recruiting that kid hard, hard, hard. Mm-hmm. Sprinkles, baby. <laughs> yep. There it is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's not going to shock me if that kid ends up at Georgia. I'm just telling you. Yeah. A lot of people are, are just – they're just hesitant to really let themselves believe, you know. I mean, oh, yeah. I keep seeing the people saying, oh, it's like Josh Sweat last year, you know. I mean, I don't know. I never saw Sweat really gush about Georgia as much as, as Gary has already. Gary's uh, mama loved it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll tell you, it reminds me a little bit of – Tavares McFadden last year a little bit. Y'all remember his how it, he was kind of torn for a little bit back and forth. Um, kind of thought we were going to get him, but never quite couldn't get over the hunt with him. 
Mm-hmm. I hope I hope we can do it with Gary, but I I really do think it's going to be a long shot on that one. But I I mean, I'll be the first one to I mean to come back and eat grow if it doesn't happen. But man, I'd love to have that kid. It just, there's so there's so daggum much momentum right now in Athens. The mm-hmm. coaching the coaching staff is just smashing it with these kids, and there's mm-hmm. and so many kids are recruiting these. Other, I mean, it's just and they I mean. You know, Rochester, these kids, I mean, Clark, I mean, they're all over. It's, oh, yeah. It's crazy the, what's going that's on. That's the difference. That's the difference between this year and last year. With, with yeah. last year, with Sweat, we didn't have Trent committed. We didn't have Rochester committed. But you got a guy like Gary now this year. You got a guy like Trent Thompson on campus and a guy like Rochester coming in, the other guys that are on our board. I mean, yeah. you've got to think playing next to a guy like Trent Thompson is going to make you just pop when it comes to looking at the film. I mean, it's it's amazing. It, that's yeah. just domination. Domination, yeah. that's all you can say. I mean, and, you, can't and, du- you can't double-team everybody. Nope. Right. <laughs> and give give Trent a, you know, a couple of games to where he makes a couple of highlight plays and, or something oh. like that, and all these kids that are coming in and thinking about Georgia see a true freshman coming in and making plays on the defensive line, that's going to make it – that's going to open some eyes that say, hey, if he can do it, I can do it. Trent's going to be pissed off when he hears that, hears that you just said it's going to take a couple games. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Louisiana Monroe. How about that? <laughs> there you go. There First you go. half. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That ain't, it ain't going to take long, buddy. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, and that's, that's been the trend lately to just build a huge, you know, massive depth, you know, literally and figuratively along that defensive line. And, and so whoever is playing in the fourth quarter, or not even just fourth quarter, but the whole game, you've got a rotation of, of fresh, talented dudes that are that are ready to roll, you know. They're ready to blow up an offensive line and, and make plays all game long. Yeah. And, you know, and, and the defensive linemen, they, they see those big contracts that, these defensive ends and defensive tackles are getting in the NFL. If, if there's less wear and tear on their bodies in college, that means that more more time, more years for them to play in the NFL. Hopefully, mm-hmm. no doubt about it. You just think about subbing out a guy like Trent Thompson, an offense kind of taking a breather for a second, looking over to the sideline and seeing Julian Rochester and Rashawn Gary walking onto the field. Yeah, that has got to be terrifying. <laughs> it's demoralizing, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's like taking Gurley out and putting Chubb in. Same concept, just yeah. on defense. Yeah, yeah, no doubt about it. Well, guys, any any final thoughts? We're kind of winding it down here. Any other recruiting tidbits anybody has? I think. Uh, I'll just throw out there that I think I think George is in unbelievable shape for at least three five star kids. And I think when it's all said and done, unless the sky falls in and we completely blow chunks this year and bad stuff happens, this might be the best class in the history of the program. Yeah. Yeah. I agree, man. And I, you know, it's going to make, you know, all these other classes we were talking about, you know, with the 
the uh, what was it? I forget the the little moniker they had for a couple of years ago, Dream Team or whatever, and all that stuff. But I think it's going to make that class look silly. Yep. Oh, let me let me throw this out there. How funny was it when Rick photo bombed Hugh Freeze the other day on ESPN? <laughs> Especially when he was talking about Tunsil. <laughs> did you, Jossie, did everybody see that? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that was so yeah, funny. Yeah. That was, was, it on that was fine, so He was on Fine Bomb being interviewed, uh, Freeze, and just all of a sudden Rick just pops up, <laughs> kind of crouches down, looks in, waves. <laughs> <laughs> that was so That was so awesome, man. I never would have thought he, you know, you never see him do stuff like that. So, I mean, I, I loved it. Uh, uh, things are changing, fellas. That's all I can say. Yeah. Yep. No doubt about it. Well, big thanks to our guest, newest 2017 commit, DJ Dallas, for joining us again, talking about his commit. Thanks to Calvin Wilson from Explosive Sports. What's What's the website there, Calvin? www.explosivesports.info All right. Everybody check it out. We've got a student athlete down in this area or pretty much anywhere, man. Just check it out. And Calvin will get them ready for the next level. Yes, sir. Pray. Appreciate you joining us, man. What's your uh, – you got all kinds of recruiting going on with your, your girls' basketball, so – if any any girls basketball players are listening to this, where do they where do they hit you up at? SouthGeorgiaTech.edu. You can find us. All right. Damn good, Mike Brooks. Appreciate it, my friend. Thank you, brother. As always. And uh, Jason Harry Dog dropped out apparently. He was probably laughing too hard from uh, from DJ man. <laughs> But uh, check out uh, FieldStreetForum.com, FieldSTForum, both online and then, of course, on Twitter and Facebook. And then hit me up on there, at the Real Dre across all social media. Uh, oh, hold on, hold on. Jason wants to give a final word here, I think. Jason. Jason. What's up? you have any final thoughts for the show, man? You calling back in to <laughs> drop dropping some breaking news or anything? Um, let's see. Breaking news. Hmm. Auburn sucks. <laughs> Auburn sucks. <laughs> you know what I was thinking earlier, man? We we've got to start getting our uh, no no thy enemy shows ready. Season will be here before we freaking know it, man. Ooh. We used to do those, what, a couple weeks before the season? So we're, we're, we're getting there. We're getting there. Oh, here you go. I got your breaking. We'll, uh, we'll share a picture tomorrow, picture circulating now off of Instagram of uh, Jacob Eason and Isaac Nauta hanging out with Nauta with a uh, UGA hat on. How about that? <laughs> All right. That sounds good. Everybody keep an eye out on that. That'll be on Twitter and uh sent to go ahead and put it on Facebook too. And the and the website. Oh yeah, we'll blast uh, yeah. we'll blast that one everywhere. Are we uh are you starting to believe, man? I'm fifty fifty. 
still still fifty fifty. <laughs> Probably about a week ago, I was about I don't know one to ninety nine. So that's a big jump. That is. That is. <laughs> what do you think? What do you attribute it to? Mostly just the move and everything. Oh, there's a few things. I mean, all the stuff going down in Florida State. I think his I think his dad would be all right with him going down there. I think it's his mom. Well, I think it's a lot of him too, thinking about all of his all of his Buford friends going to UGA and being able to play close to home and all his friends seeing him and his family being able to drive up the street to see him. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. I mean, you still got the whole Tim Brewster thing you gotta work on with him somehow. He loves that guy. Right. So we'll we'll see. We'll see. Did you just yeah. did you just say Buford kids coming to Georgia? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not always just players, but everybody else. <laughs> oh yeah, I was talking about like regular, not not players. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> Uh, all right, guys. Does that wrap it up for tonight? Again, thanks to everybody for calling in and joining us. And we, this was a fun show tonight. Everybody, I will post the replay here in uh, about twenty, thirty minutes or so, hopefully, and uh, we'll get it out there and everybody give it a listen. Check it out. Till next week, go dogs! With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.